Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're talking about Murfreesboro City Schools today. Tori Carr is with us, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about. The school year is uh, coming to a big uh, a big end here, and I'm, I'm sure that all the testing's over, and it's just, let's yes. get to the end of the school year. It huh? is. The countdown is on until May 27th. That is the last half day for students, and I know... I know that you're having a countdown, so I know a lot of other people are counting down the days. May 27th. Well, um, the the testing and all that kind of thing went very smoothly, and um, you know it was it was just good to have uh, a, a normal year in that regard. Wasn't yes, it? <laughs> it was. It was so nice that you know our students always do such a fantastic job. And our teachers are also equally fantastic, and they get their the students prepared and ready. And now it is a little you can kind of breathe now, and you can relax. And now they just you know there's still learning going on, oh, so sure. it's not just movies every day. But <laughs> May 27th, and all the hard work is really behind them. I've seen a lot of field days and a lot of field trips, and the students are having a blast. Isn't it fun to, I mean, we take field trips for granted, but actually getting to go Mm -hmm. on field trips now. They, and I see some pictures on Twitter and on Facebook from the schools and the smiles on those faces are incredible. And even, you know, field trips, but field days. Mm. Um, The, I saw some kindergartners at Salem just enjoying themselves so much and it looked, they were playing tug of war and it was really neat to see them. I, I was just thinking about you know there may be some third and fourth graders who've never been on a field trip before that you know, is true since the it's last all two virtual, years so yeah. now they're getting to go out and see what field trips are really like yeah and how fun is that they get to go in the middle of the day you know some of them have never ridden a bus so now they get to go on a bus and they get to go with their classmates and all their friends and experience a whole new a whole new world outside of those that school building well i, I know while we are kind of putting the wraps on a school year uh there are some things for next school year and over the summer that we want to talk about and and touch on but i did notice some um special recognitions for a few of the schools in the district yes so we are so proud that three of our schools are stem or steam accredited um black fox hobgood and salem just got their STEM accreditations last week. So it was announced in Nashville at a summit, the Tennessee STEM Innovation Network Summit. And we are so excited. It is a, it's a hard process. And, you know, I think now eight of our 13 schools are now STEM accredited. And so, like I said, Black Fox, Hobgood and Salem, but Overall Creek, Discovery, Bradley, Kaysen, and Irma Siegel are also STEM accredited. So we we think, you know, we I know some people have been doing the math, but we have the largest percentage of STEM accredited schools. Now, tell me what a STEM accreditation really means. What, what know, does that do? There's a lot of work that goes into it. And so, let's see. I'm going to read just a little bit here because I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> so I had it pulled up. Um, so it's through the Tennessee Department of Education in a STEM leadership um, council, but they recognize schools that teach STEM and integrate strategies to prepare the students for the 21st century. 
um, they have to go through a whole long process of really showing that they're teaching STEM and STEM looks different in every school. Overall Creek was our first school and you walk in and they are very engineering based. Whereas Case and Lane, they're taking the agriculture approach where they have planted trees and they're really focusing on agriculture and that works for their school. And so it looks different across the board. Black Fox is going to look different, different than Hobgood, but I think that's the best thing about STEM is you make it work for you and your students. So that's that's awesome. STEM and STEAM are are both very similar. Yes. You know, so. arts is the A. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, it does get a little confusing, um, but that that art aspect really. Whereas Bradley has that arts aspect. Mm -hmm. They are STEM accredited because this year they have now introduced the STEAM accreditation as well. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's awesome. So uh, congrats to those schools. And and you say a lot of hard work goes into it. It's not only implementing the programs, but I'm sure that there's an application process and all that kind of thing. They have to submit a plan of action and how they're going to sustain the STEM education over the next five years. And so... It's here's what we're doing now, but here's our plan for the next five years and how we're going to um, teach our students. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, some big news uh, coming out here in Murfreesboro City Schools. And congrats to those with the new uh, STEM or STEAM accreditation that uh, ha- has happened here recently at the uh, the big summit. That was in Nashville, you said, It right? was. It was in Nashville. Um, I don't, I'm not sure how many people were there, but they do get a check quite a bit of money to use towards STEM education and the commissioner was there and it's a huge deal um, that they even that they got it and we're so proud of them. Yeah congrats again. Tori Carr joining us with Murfreesboro City Schools talking about uh, some of the great things going on with the uh, city schools and again we've talked about how the uh, end of the school year is just a few days away now may 27th the last uh, half day and that gets us ready for summer and then planning for the new school year too tori and uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, summer feeding program because that's very important to it a lot. is very important and we will be releasing this information very soon um i just got it today so we will be releasing it um, we do have sites, or we have our feeding sites are going to be at Case and Lane, Hobgood, Northfield, and John Pittard. But in addition to that, we have the Discovery Center, McFadden, Patterson Park, Chariot Point Apartments, the 902 Apartments, Rolling Acres, Spring Valley, Abington, and Green Meadows. And all of those will serve breakfast and lunch. Between breakfast is served. Each time is, is different, but the earliest is 7.15, and the latest is it starts serving at 9. And lunch goes from 10.45 until it looks about 1, starts serving at 12.40. And this schedule will be released on our website, on our social media, and um, we'll get it out so everyone knows. But it is free for anyone under 18. So you do not have to be a student at Murfreesboro City School, and it is free. So we're excited about getting this out and letting everyone know. So did is is there like a, a bus that goes to all of these places and has the food right there ready? Yes. So our chow bus, okay. um, 
will be out at the places and then on site I believe that they actually make those in the cafeterias at our schools but the chow bus will be rolling and you know I'm not sure if you've been on it but the chow bus is incredible and they take the food to the neighborhoods and to the kids and they get so excited seeing that bus driver every day um in the past they've been allowed to eat on the bus or they can take it with them and so the bus will be there as well as bob the book bus so our book bus will be following the chow bus so they will be able to pick up their breakfast or their lunch and then go get a book and sit and read and take it with them and they get to keep it or if they're done and want to return it they can do that too Oh, okay. Well, that's great. So, um, Bob is going to be following Chow. Bob is following Chow. There are a lot of acronyms in education. <laughs> of course, of course. So, uh, and, and I do want to make sure we reiterate that uh, summer feeding program at the locations that you mentioned. Some are school sites. Some are you know communities and neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. But regardless, uh, anybody under eighteen in those are eligible. Yes, and. According to my sheet here, it is expected to begin June 6th and run through July 29th. Okay. And we will get that information out in the next couple of days so families are well aware and they know where to go. Very good. So the uh, summer feeding program will be off and running. Um, That's, let's see, June 5th. It's coming up quickly. Yeah, that's a... that's a Sunday, so maybe uh, the sixth. June sixth. Sorry, yeah. did I say the the sixth or the fifth? Yeah. Yes. So Monday, June sixth. Yeah. So that's um, one week after the end of school mm-hmm. and going through the summertime. So, well, that's great. And um, let's see, what about registering for the next school year? I'm okay. sure that's important. It is. Our online registration has closed, but we have paper registrations at each of our schools and. You know, some parents say, why Why is that important? Why can't I just wait until August when school starts? It's so important so we know that your child is coming. We can plan and we have a seat for them. You know, our principals and our admin, they do all of the class rosters ahead of time to the best of their ability. So if we know that you're coming, your child will be assigned a seat and will be assigned a teacher. If you, we don't know that you're coming, then they'll get assigned a teacher later on after you register. So it's very important to let us know, but it's also important because we will know if we need more teachers. So it helps us prepare for staffing. If we notice that, oh, we got a lot of second graders at one of our schools, then we need to make sure that we hire that extra second grade teacher. And so registering your child is so important. And I know we talked about it last time, but that kinder camp, um, if you register your child for kindergarten, they are eligible for kinder camp. Um, through ESP for that week to help them prepare but just letting letting us know that they're coming is huge and like I said the paper registrations are at every school Um, you can also print them off on our website the online registration has closed but fill out those paper forms and let us know. <laughs> and I'm sure you turn in those paper forms. If you haven't done it online, you turn those in at yes. the school. Turn those in at your school. And if you have any questions, I know that sometimes, especially for new students, there's documentation that needs to be submitted as well. Just reach out to the school. The attendance clerk knows. The front office knows. Um, you can also call our central office. And so we'll get you. We'll, we will help you and those paper registrations, turn those back into your school. And 
we'll make sure that your child has a seat come August. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I guess back when I was a kid and my children, sometimes uh, there were, you know, maybe 10 additional students mm -hmm. in one class. And so there was some shuffling. And yes. one time, one of our kids had to go to a new classroom. Mm -hmm. And so the more you know, the more you cut down on that kind of thing. Having it does. To it, it, that takes away a lot of that added stress come yeah. August. And I'm saying stress because, it, you know, it's stressful for the teacher, for the student, for the principal. And it's just, we, we all make mistakes. But I think the more we can remind p families to go ahead and register, the easier it is on everyone. Yeah. You're not switching classrooms and halfway through the week and you start off in one class and move to the next and you'll have a seat. <laughs> that's that's going to be big right there. So get that registration done if you haven't done it online. And um, speaking of um, added teachers and support staff at schools, I'm sure that you have some open positions now. Oh, too. we do. We are so excited. Um, you know, we love getting the new teachers to our district and of course people retire and we hate to we hate to lose those but getting those new teachers in our district is awesome but we can also like you said so the registration really prepares us for that one position that i do want to shout out is scales is hiring for a stem teacher and so scales is not stem accredited so their main focus for this next school year is to be maybe our ninth STEM accredited school. And so that STEM teacher is really going to start that process and lead up their STEM classes and that STEM accreditation. Okay. Um, and so we, we really need to hire one, a STEM teacher. And several of our schools have STEM teachers. And I'm amazed at what they do and what they're capable of. Because it is, it is a class just full on for STEM. And so you walk in and it's not your typical classroom. They're growing things, they're engineering, they're designing. And I'm jealous when I walk in the classrooms like, wow, this looks like a lot of fun in here. Mm -hmm. So Scales is hiring for that. There are several um, future teaching positions available and then there's some targeted um, and teaching positions. And all of that is on our website under careers. And just some of it that I'm looking at is you know, an art teacher, a fifth grade teacher, a third grade teacher. But we're also hiring for cafeteria assistants, bus drivers, bus assistants, EAs, ESL teachers, ESP staff. So there are a lot of job openings right now. And we are ready and we are excited for all all of our new staff to join us and all of that information is found on our website. So uh, cityschools.net under careers? Yep, cityschools.net under departments and then careers. Well, very good. And um, I, I'm sure this is constantly updated. That's the it hub is. to go to, right? Yes, that it, it is constantly updated and that is for all of our positions. So you can narrow it down by classified or certified, but I when I'm looking, I just click jobs and they all come up on a list right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Tori, I appreciate you coming in uh, today and sharing what's going on with Murfreesboro City Schools. Uh, a lot, Despite the end of the school year just around the corner, it's still busy. It is still busy every day, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. And uh, if you missed any part of the program, check WGNSRadio.com under Podcast and Rutherford Issues. You can listen back to this show and um, all of our previous shows as well. Thank you so much for being a part of the program today, and have a good one.